So many confessions from Callie on today's episode. Uh, she hasn't washed her face in a month or something like that. It's disgusting. And she is, if you're near her and you're on the phone, she is 100% not only eavesdropping on you, but trying to figure out who the exact people are that you're talking about. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Update Podcast. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, December 20th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Why are you laughing? Did I write it down wrong? No, because I forgot how it starts for a a brief second. I was, (laughs) what do I say here? Uh, and We've only done this 1,000 times, I know. but keep going. And today I am grateful for all of the people who have a hand in delivering holiday packages. So the the male men and the male women, the UPS drivers, the FedEx drivers, the people who load the trucks, the Amazon people, all of them, yeah. every single one of them. Super awesome. If you touch my package, I like you. <laughs> My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the ladies at the carpool. Um, If you have not listened to their show, it's so funny, and they are awesome. Not only are they awesome, but they are crushing the podcast game. Like, they do two shows a week, and every day, I mean, every week, they do laugh out loud funny shows. Yeah. And Jeff, it's so funny to me, the joy that Jeff gets from them because you are 100% not their audience. No, I'm not. (laughs) But, well, kind of I am. I mean, up until your job changes, if there was a carpool line, I was the dude sitting in it. I was the one sitting in it. But you're not, you know, female. You're not in the demo, I would say. But, you know, I, I hear Jeff sitting in here, sitting in our studio editing just like, crying laughing and they're so funny and they I don't I don't remember how many shows it was but the show started with uh Liz saying I'm in a weird mood I don't feel like talking today I don't even feel like doing this show and Kelly's Kelly's response was I also am in a weird mood but the exact opposite all I want to do is talk (laughs) and Liz almost under her breath response is something along the lines of oh great here we go (laughs) and that was how the entire show went uh, Kelly just wanted, yeah. Anywho. Okay, so today, Mar- no, this week marks the next two weeks that I'm like officially on vacation from my corporate job. So it was kind of like slowing down for the holidays, but now it's like official. So the next two weeks are like the land of 1022. And, you know, kind I of like- I feel like we have to explain, I, I know we can't explain it every single time we talk about your corporate job. Mm-hmm. But it's such a weird scenario that I, I, if I was listening to the show, I would be saying, what are you talking about right now? Because last week you said you didn't have a job, but you still had a job. Yeah, I well, what I mean by that is that early in January, I requested this week and next week off. So I have the next two weeks where I don't have to check email and I don't have to like I'm not working at all. But, um, I, but that's the part I think you need to explain, because just last week we said we explained that your job has gone away, but it hasn't gone away. And you're not going to have a new, you're not going to know what your new job is until January. Right. So, well, I have in the meantime, like I'm sifting through like 
twenty or like fifteen thousand emails. I'm cleaning out our office space. I'm doing all of those things. Okay. So there's still like a bunch of work to be done. Um, I'm I just get the opportunity to do it from home, which is great because then I get to like not wake up at three yeah. thirty. And so that's the scenario with that. Um, just, just for the record, the her job situation confuses us right now. Yeah, we're confused too. As much as it confuses you listening, so yeah. We don't know. Um, and we try to, like anytime I have time off of my corporate job, Jeff and I jump into, okay, how would we want this to go in the perfect world that I own a business and we both work full time for my company? So we treat it like, okay, if we had an office at 1022, we would have office hours, we would have all this, and then we treat it like we're going to work. And that's what we did yesterday is we went to work. We went to our shared office space and I, Jeff says to me all the time, like we need to celebrate when things go well because we don't, we overlook a lot of wins because we're so focused on getting the next win that we let things kind of slide. We had- Matt, And when you say we, I think I-, I I'm referring to us, but I think that's the nature of the whole world. Yeah. Like when we, we land a new client or we land a new business or something like, we're like, Oh my gosh, that's great. And then two minutes later, we're like, okay, so the next thing, blah, blah, blah. Instead of saying, Oh my gosh, we should celebrate. This yeah. is amazing. We're so excited to have this new client. Right. We just kind of say, Oh my gosh, great. And then we move on to how to execute it instead of like simmering in the good and exciting things that happen. Yeah. Um, and I think you're totally right. We all, you know, I think it's just, that kind of stuff. I think it's just the nature of, and I don't know if I read this somewhere or we talked about it on the show, but there is just a primitive thing inside of humans to, it's part of the animal part of our DNA to look for danger and risk. And it's right. very difficult to overcome that on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. So when you land a new client or when you, whatever it is, personal, professional, there is something instinctual mm -hmm. that, that, that makes you, that you can't control that makes you assess the risk that comes with it. Right, so that's why I think as humans, we tend to focus on what could go wrong. How do we protect ourselves? How do we, you know, whatever. So I will say we, yesterday we got up, dropped Ellie off at my parents and then we went to work cause we have a shared office space and we crushed it. We made a to-do list and we got probably more than half of it done. And this is a to-do list for like the next month, right? And we were just crushing it, crushing it, crushing it. And I thought we should take a second to pat ourselves on the back because we got so much done. And when we left, I was like, Jeff, how do you feel? And you're like, the same. <laughs> well, I feel the same because, yeah, yeah. You're right. We should have celebrated the win. I just, the, the list that we tackled was predominantly mine. And it had, it was filled with a whole bunch of little things that I consider clutter that all take more than a few minutes. So when we were headed there, I said to Callie, this is how you know when you work really well together, personally or professionally. I said to Callie on the way there, I just need you to know that I am feeling super overwhelmed and and this that this day starts need this day needs to start with one of those I'm going to hand you my to-do list 
and you just tell me where the priorities are because I've lost track. And she says, okay, I love that. And that's what we did. And did you feel like I was good at that? Oh, you're so good at it. That's why I think it's so great when you and I work together. Yeah. Because you are so outstanding at everything. But you're outstanding, especially at all the stuff I'm not good at. Yeah. Yeah. You you don't become overwhelmed by minutiae. You almost become excited to clear it out of the way. Well, yeah. I'm like, so let's let's declutter that also. We're not spending time on that because that's not uh, that's not important. We can obsess about that a million different ways. But and in my mind, just bloop, 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 goes from one to the other, one to the other, one to the other. So nothing gets done to 100 percent. Right. Uh, I, ma- I make 15 percent headway on 10 different things. Right. Rather than 100 percent headway on one thing and 50 percent headway on another. Yeah. And that's why that's why I think we work really well together. We work so well together. So like pat on the back for that. We did have so we had a room with the door, but we opened it at one point because it was getting kind of hot because they had the heat on because it was so cold in Atlanta yesterday. And we could overhear people's conversations, which is what happens when you work in a shared workspace. Like people find privacy if they need it. But generally speaking, you have to kind of drown out the noise of other people or you could be Callie Dollar and you could listen to people's conversations because they're fascinating, which is what I do. I have noticed about myself that every time somebody brings up a name in conversation, like the guy that was working in the office next to us or to yesterday was like, um, okay, so John's going to be start working next week. And I'm like racking my brain Rolodex. I'm like, John, oh, I wonder if that's the John that I know. <laughs> and then I like pick up more. Con- oh, he's from Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, yeah. John from Atlanta. Okay. That narrows it down. That narrows it down to 17 people <laughs> I went to high school with. Do you ever do that though? When you hear people talking about other people, you're like, oh, Rachel, I know her. I think that I have an incredible gift. And I think it comes from my radio career where I can consciously, absolutely tune out a, an entire, I can almost mute a channel of audio. Mm-hmm. And if I choose to engage with it, I hyper focus on it, but I can choose to mute it. And it's a conscious decision. And I didn't realize this. You actually told me about it. You told years and years and years ago, uh, you had to take a phone call in the same room as me. Maybe we were on a trip or something. We were in the hotel room or something. And you got off the phone and said, can you believe that happened? Referencing whatever it was you were just talking about. Like, yeah, I was not listening. And I said, I wasn't listening to that. You said, what do you mean you weren't listening? You're sitting eight feet away. I go, yeah, I just, I turned it off. And. You, you said, how did you, how do you, how do you, how? Like, I don't know. And I think it's because of radio. Cause there's so it's many. It's either that for you or you hyper-focus, like you said, on someone's voice that's really loud or something. And then you can't not hyper-focus. Uh-huh. Cause remember we were there a couple of weeks ago and someone was talking oh super loud and I Jeff's like, get- I cannot get work done with this person talking so loud. So it's one extreme or the other for you. Yeah. You can either totally mute it out or it's right. driving you insane. Anyway, yep. so I was like, John, oh, John's getting hired next That's week. Funny. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, it is amazing, too, what people choose to talk about when they know other people are sitting next to them, like salary requirements for other people and stuff. I don't think it's that big. Of, I used to think that was a big deal, too. But then I remembered I have never worked in a corporate environment ever in my entire life. 
Yeah. I have never worked an office job with other people conducting business right next door to me. Mm-hmm. I have always worked literally in soundproof rooms. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And it for for the first year or so of working in the co-working space, it weirded me out so much that people would have conversations next to other people. Well, and the other in the same room, and then it, it dawned. I says, "Oh my gosh, this is the way the entire world operates." And the other thing about radio too is everybody you're around is contract negotiated. So like when your coworkers negotiating their contract, they're not telling you what they're getting. Like it's a big hush hush. Like, well, I'm not even talking about salary requirements. I'm talking about somebody making plans to to go meet after work. I'm not talking about any sort of confidential information. Got it. I just, because I never sat in a room that had a desk next to somebody else where they would have to call home and call home to their husband and ask, him what time they're leaving this weekend for their trip or whatever it just so it was only up until a few weeks ago that i didn't get up and completely leave the room i was in and go find an empty room or go to one of the little phone booths to talk on the phone uh so last week i no two weeks ago i don't think we talked about this on the show but it was on my instagram i got my eyebrows micro bladed yes micro bladed and I decided to do this for myself. Microblade sounds like a superhero. It kind of does. My eyebrows look like superheroes now. Um, I decided it was something I wanted to do for myself if our second IUI didn't work out because we had some time in between, you know, months that we're doing fertility stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to do something. If this doesn't work out, I'm going to do something nice for myself that I can't do if I get pregnant. Why can't you do? I guess I don't understand what microblading is. It's like a... Microblading is like a semi-permanent tattoo. They basically like tattoo your eyebrows onto your head. So those eyebrows aren't, but I asked you about that and you said no, and I've seen them. Yeah, it's not a permanent tattoo, but but it's still hair. It lasts for like a year. So it's my hair. And then if you put your hand like right here, that's not hair. Okay. That's tattooed. That's tattooed. So it looks like it's hair, but it's not. Why would a person do that? One, to make your eyebrows darker or to more full. Like I used to in the early 2000s or yeah, when all of us were waxing our eyebrows, like it made it harder for them to grow back. So permanently I've had super thin eyebrows. They're also very light. And the trend right now is to make eyebrows more noticeable. Like that's in right now. So it's like, I want to do that. So I did it. I like it. The maintenance is the first 10 days you have all these like, it's not post-surgical requirements, but they give you a packet of things you can't do for 10 days after. You can't work out. You can't wash your face. You can't do all these things. And it's so weird. I haven't been able to take a steaming hot shower. Oh no. And you know how I feel about steaming hot showers. So now I feel free. And for the first time yesterday, I got to wash my forehead for the first time in 10 days. So what were you doing gross for a week and a half before that. I was washing from my nose down. Can you use a cotton ball or something on your forehead? How did you not break out? You could. I mean, my skin's definitely really dry. Like, I'm going to have to do, like, a mask or something on it tonight because my skin is so dry from not, you know. You didn't do anything? You didn't wipe it off? On my forehead? I lightly wiped it off, but, like, you can't get your products near it either. So I was using, like, basic soap and, like, basic lotion on it. 
and yeah. nothing that would like drip down into my eyebrows because that fades the color of the tattoo and all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, I am like the gross kid and people get, I put that on my Instagram and people were really mags are like, no, 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 but you can wear a visor on your, over your eyebrows and then wash your for Like people are getting a little in the weeds about it, but basically more or less you can't get your eyebrows wet for 10 days, which is crazy. Yeah. You can't it's get them wet. Of, it's probably one of those things where you think about the fact that, well, you didn't realize how often your eyebrows got wet until you couldn't do it. It, it totally is. It's like when they told us at the beginning of COVID to stop touching our face and we're all like, <laughs> right. oh, oh my God, I cannot touch my face. This is so weird. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. What do you call a snowman who takes a summer vacation to a Caribbean beach? A puddle. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. One thing that's always at the top of my to-do list is to somehow record family stories from all the generations of my family. It always seemed like such a daunting task until we were introduced to StoryWorth. And now I am so excited to share them with you. This holiday season is in full swing and StoryWorth truly is the perfect gift. When you sign up for StoryWorth, you can choose the date you want to have the subscription set so it won't spoil the surprise. Each week, StoryWorth will email a thought-provoking question to the recipient with questions that you pre-chosen from an extensive list of options. So there are questions like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Or if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? After a year of the person you love answering questions, StoryWorth compiles all of their answers and makes them into a book. You can order as many copies as you want, and you can choose to add photos. I gifted a subscription to my dad a few years ago. What I love the most is that our kids will have those stories, and truly, the questions are things I would have never thought to ask on my own. With StoryWorth, I'm giving those I love a most thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to storyworth.com slash upside and save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash upside to save $10 on your first purchase. I don't know if this is going on all over the country, but every neighborhood in Atlanta is complaining about their garbage pickup, the the Barrels go out on Tuesday for a Tuesday pickup, but then everybody gets the alert from the company that it's not coming till Wednesday or even Thursday. And now we got a street full of garbage. I know it's a first world problem, but it makes me aware of just how much trash is generated. Lomi is a device that lives in your house. Ours is in the garage and it turns your food scraps into dirt with the push of a button. It's basically a countertop electric composter. It takes less than four hours. There is no smell. And basically you are turning leftover orange peels or whatever, any food garbage. It's turning your trash into dirt that you then put in your planters and there you'll have noticeably less garbage. So you are 
giving something your neighbors, giving your neighbors something to smile about because they don't have to look at your trash for two days. But you're also making a positive environmental impact just by cleaning up after dinner. Head to Lomi.com, that's L-O-M-I.com slash upside and use the promo code upside. You'll get $50 off. Go to L-O-M-I.com slash upside and use promo code upside at checkout. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieandJeff.com. Here are your three random things for today. Number one, People Magazine is validating my existence. A survey they conducted said that 51% of people wait until the last minute to do their holiday shopping. Jeff's people. Those are my people. So if you are, if you're still holding out to, to finish up or maybe even start your holiday shopping right there with you. Your second random thing for today is what Jeff Dollar do you think is the world's oldest airline? Um, falling off a cliff. <laughs> airline, airline, airline. The Wright Brothers Air Service. I don't know. It seems. It was established in 1919, and it's an airline that I didn't even know still existed. KLM. Okay. Who's flown KLM? What is KLM? What does it stand for? I don't know. They're in Europe, right? I have no idea. Oh. I don't know where they are. I don't know anyone that's ever flown them. I thought that it was something I used to see in like 90s photos of airplanes. You know, like I can see the logo in my head. Me too. That's weird. Don't know. Anyone that's flying. I feel like it's an, a European airline, and I think it's a, a SkyMiles partner with Delta. It's something with Delta, because I think that's how, yeah. But and I say European, I mean European-based. I think they fly to the States, but they're... Couldn't tell you. Hmm. All right. That was a stumper. <laughs> really scraping the bottom of the barrel for your random things here at the end of the year, aren't you? You know, it's a holiday week. I'm, Yeah. Okay, here are some rules for going to a Christmas dinner that you've been invited to. This is your third random thing, by the way. Here are some rules for going to a Christmas dinner you've been invited to. Uh, one of these, actually, it makes total sense, and I agree with it, but it surprised me that, that it's an official rule. Uh, number one, of course, ask your host if you can bring anything. Uh, number two, regardless of the answer, bring something. So you have to say, no, 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 don't bother. You have to bring a, a flower, a candle, a, plant, a candle, a bottle of wine, whatever. Um, always compliment the food. Uh, don't be on your phone when you're at the house. That's an, a new addition to the list. I'm sorry. Were you just talking about me scraping the barrel of three <laughs> Offer random to, No, no, no. The whole point of this is the last one I'm going to say. Uh-huh. Offer to help with the dishes, obvious common sense and clearing the table. Mm-hmm. And also be 15 minutes late. Showing up on time for for an at home holiday dinner is actually in poor form because you need to give the host or hostess a few minutes to wrap up anything. 100% 100% of the time, we are never ready when guests show up. Not completely. Right. There's always something more you could do. Right. Um, yeah, that was a good one. Okay, I, I rescind what I said. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I probably should have thought to ask this before now 
But I don't really, I only know of two gifts that Ellie is getting from us, I think. Mm -hmm. Unless you've had some conversations with Santa and you know what Santa's bringing as well. I do. Okay. So I do I need to know what those are? Mm. What am do I buy? Should I buy something? If I see no. if I'm out and I see something for Ellie, do I buy it? No, she's good. Okay. She's taken care of. Yeah. Um Santa and I had a little meeting um about what he was is bringing. It, so is I it didn't weird double. that I don't know. You and do he, know. I know. I've told you. I only know two of them. One of them, both of them I had to help move. Both of them you had to help move. One of them's in a box. Yeah. And you've already told me that I'm going to have to help put it together. Yeah. And the other one was in the back of your car. Oh, yeah. And then I also, well, I can just say what I got her. No, she listens. Ellie, she's not going to hear this episode. She's... Yeah, don't say it. You really don't want me to say it? No. I don't want to risk her listening. Hmm. Hey, friends, it's T-Bird. Okay, so I have to admit, I have not been to a library in forever, forever. Since I've lived here on Folly Beach, there is a library where I have to pick up my nephew on occasion. And I went in... And I got a library card. It is the most beautiful place ever. There's all kinds of activities. There's classes. There's all these things. Um, but here's the kicker, the best part about it. For Christmas, for their kids that come to that library, they set up a little market with a bunch of books, all different themes and everything that they could take and they brought wrapping paper and they let the kids wrap it so that the kids had something to give their family for Christmas for free. This is for free. Also, the security guard in our library, her name is Susan, is the sweetest woman ever. I'm not sure really who she's going to, you know, keep secure. She's very little and petite and old and precious, but um, like I'm like best friends with her now. I'm going to go help her decorate her house for Christmas. Like the library, very underrated. Y'all go check it out. I think it's like the greatest thing for our community ever. Okay. I love you guys. Happy holidays. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Mary and Kenneth. I just paused today's episode where Jeff was talking about the Christmas gift that he mailed. And now I'm crying, and I just think that's the greatest thing, and that's what Christmas is all about, and that it's wonderful. And you probably made their Christmas, Jeff, so it's just wonderful. Love you guys. Merry Christmas. Hey, guys. I'm listening to Monday's show on Tuesday morning. Um, and Jeff, you just played that video of the mom with his son, her son who had um, delayed speech, and, man, <laughs> that killed me. Uh, yeah, it's a, that's such a big deal and what a moment to capture. Um, could you please post that video? I don't know if you can share it on something on either the Facebook group or maybe on your Instagram because I'd love to see it. Oh, that was just awesome. Thank you. Hi, Jeff, Callie, and of course, Ellie. I am listening to Fun with the Grinch episode and you're talking about the young lady that has her child and they were baking cookies. I think I was wondering when you 
brought that up. I was like, did I see that on their Instagram this weekend? Um, but my heart melted when I saw it as well and got misty-eyed. But now you play it on the show and I'm walking through the neighborhood with my dog and I can't hardly control myself. And then you share that you sent her all the stuff for the cookies. Oh my God, Jeff, you were the sweetest man. Merry Christmas. The things that make you happy, go to those things. Like right now, what are you waiting for? Go!